Hey everybody and welcome back to Frickin' Sweet, a Family Guy podcast. Today we're going to be taking a look back at the second part of Stewie Griffin, The Untold Story. It's entitled Bengo Was His Nameo, and it was written by Alex Borstein. The voice of Lois wrote this entire episode. Um, it was... Uh, it was released on September 27th, 2005 as a straight-to-DVD uh, movie, and then it uh, re-premiered as a three-part uh, season finale for season four on May 21st, 2006, a little bit less than a year later. Um, there's 22 minutes cut from the original film to fit it for the, for the TV spots, uh, about from 88 to 66 minutes. And just like last week, we watched the 88-minute uh, long cut. So uh, it's a really great movie. Uh, like last week, I uh, absolutely recommend everyone go and see this. Um, it, it's it's a really good movie, and this second part is really fantastic. It's got some of the most classic jokes um, that there are in Family Guy. Uh, and I can't wait to talk about this one. But before we do... Uh, we're just going to get a real quick uh, ad in from our sponsor, Anchor. And we're back. And uh, just as a real quick recap before we get into the breakdown of this section of the episode, what's happened so far in the movie is that uh, Stewie uh, went to the swimming lessons that Lois wanted to get him after... Uh, Peter tried to throw him in the pool, and after losing a race, he tries to kill the kid who beat him and ends up knocking a lifeguard stand on top of himself. He has uh, a vision of hell and decides to be a good boy, um, but he's faking it, and Brian gets him to admit that he's faking it, and then Stewie thinks it would be a good idea to uh, uh, start drinking uh, meanwhile, uh, Peter gets a new job with the news station uh, doing a little segment called Grind My Gears where he gripes about things that bother him. And he becomes a really big deal uh, in town. Everyone loves his uh, his segments. And uh, Tom of the news uh, gets really jealous and he tries to mess with Peter and gets fired. And um, by the end of it, um, Stewie uh, goes to a bar with Brian, who intends to tends to to see if he can get uh, Stewie to stop drinking by getting him so drunk that he'll never want to drink again. And uh, they end up crashing the car into the bar, which Tom shows to the news, uh, kicking Peter off and uh, getting Thomas' job back. And uh, Stewie decides that he's never. Uh, gonna drink again after a wild night um, uh, out partying and uh, he just he wishes he could find someone who's just like him and we get a little foreshadowing moment where uh, we see uh, seemingly uh, an older Stewie perhaps Stewie's father uh, uh, 3,000 miles away in San Francisco uh, and and that's really where the last episode ends. It really ends with a uh, Roger Moore uh, 007 uh, joke where he was uh, in love with Stewie after a, a seemingly one-night stand. But um, 
and that's where that that's where that ends and uh we pick up uh with this the second part of it uh and they're they're pretty distinct you can um you can pretty much uh uh nail down to the second where they the they one ends and the other starts in fact between the second and third parts there's an actual uh an intermission uh sign and the family talks about there being an intermission but that's that that's for later but um this one starts out like i said uh this one's name is uh bango was his name and it was written by alex borstein and it was still directed by peter by uh pete michaels but it was this section was written by alex borstein uh those who've listened to the show and have heard uh some some of the co- the comments from the commentary uh, know that she didn't write with for the show right from the beginning but once she did uh, she really brought some life to the to the lowest character um, and you can definitely see that in this episode um, so we'll go into it um, from e- from episode to episode in this there's literally just a black screen and then this this picks up right where that one left off uh, we see a, a building called Circuit Shack which is just an a funny amalgamation of Circuit City and Radio Shack, both now defunct uh, old school technology uh, uh, places. And uh, we see Meg looking at old school cell phones, flip phones. And uh, we see Chris playing with a video camera and shoving it down his pants. And um, we see Brian looking at some brand new plasma screen TVs. And, uh, which is hilarious. This is back, this was made back in 2000. Well, it was released in 2005, which means it was probably made sometime in 2004, uh, at least written sometime in that time. So, uh, plasma screen TVs, I guess, were just coming out back then. This, we're talking, uh, 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 16 years ago now. But, um, uh, on the TV, a, uh, 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 Sam Adams, um commercial is playing and uh one guy says i'll have a water it's a it's a waiter taking a bunch of if you've ever seen one of the sam adams ads you 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 recognize the template of it but a waiter's taking some drink orders and one guy says he'll have some water the next guy says he'll have water with lemon and the third guy says uh that he'll have a sam adams and they're like dude it's 9 30 in the morning he's like what i gotta get the taste of weed and hooker spit out of my mouth and the uh, the fourth guy's like, y'all have a Sam Adams too, and then we uh, we cut from that. That's really funny. But uh, we cut from that to Stewie talking with uh, some some foreign guy, and he, he he's asking him how uh, if the fax machine can do a certain thing, and the guy's like, oh yeah, it's uh, you put a piece of paper in there and dial a phone number, and your friend will get a piece of paper with the same drawing on it. And uh, it's really funny, but uh, we cut to uh, uh, not Stewie. We cut to Peter and Lois walking up to a salesman. Can I help you? Yes, we're here to replace our VCR. Yeah, and don't try any of your salesman funny business. Like that guy who convinced me to buy that pet Tyrannosaurus. Okay, Patches, now fetch. Ah! Oh, oh my God, oh my God, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. Ew, it's got spit all over it. The guy says, wow, VCR. And I'm like, yeah, seriously, in 2004. Well, no, actually, to be fair, I still had um, I still had a VCR in 2004. 
Uh, let's see, in 2004, I was 13, and I definitely still had a VCR. Um, I had a lot of uh, videotapes uh, uh, back then. I had a lot of wrestling videotapes back then. I still have them probably up in an attic somewhere, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the guy's like, well, why don't you uh, 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 try out TiVo? And she's like, well, how does it work? And he pulls out a remote and... Uh, he starts. He starts uh, using the remote, and it starts fast forwarding uh, the the movie itself. What we're watching, and uh, um, he fast he backward he backs up to to the thing that he said before, and asks if he can wrap it up. And she's like, "Well, now hold on. Um, how do we know that we're gonna want this?" And he presses the fast forward button, and uh, we fast forward through the argument, and uh, Chris pops into the frame for a second and he's choking and they give him the Heimlich and, I, and the camera he was playing with pops out of his mouth. And uh, we see uh, Lois and Peter grab a box and head over to the uh, counter. And we come out of the TiVo fast forward, you know, blip, 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 blip. And uh, Peter's like, and that's how I saved Christmas. Ah, damn it. And uh, from that... <laughs> um, uh, uh, we cut to uh, the family coming home. Sorry, it was such a long uh, pause. But fa- the family is coming home, and uh, uh, Peter gets out of the car, and he sees Quagmire next door, and he's got a brand new RV. He's like, "Hey, Quagmire, you got a Winnebago?" And he's like, "Nah, it's a Winnebago." And Lois is like, "Huh?" And she's not really amused at all. And uh, you remember, Quag used to be so fun. He used to be so, you know, jazzy. And uh, now he's just all uptight and shit. And uh, he says he's going to go across country and bang a chick in every uh, state. And uh, he's also going to go to Vegas. And uh, we get a uh, Peter remembers the last time he went to Vegas and they saw the Jew man group. And it's just a bunch of Jewish dudes doing the the chair dance while dressed, or not while dressed, but uh, while painted blue. And uh, we cut to Peter and the family inside, and uh, Peter's fast forwarding through the through the pesky TV show so he can get to the commercials. And uh, we cut to the the Wilford Brimley joke where he's like, "I'm Wilford Brimley. I have diabetes. I uh, have." Uh, dementia and causes me to be short with my wife last night uh, my dog barked for 10 minutes and I hit him then my wife said something and so I hit her then someone told me my wife's been dead for 10 years who did I hit and that's a really I've I always have remembered that joke but um we see Lois come in and call everyone for dinner and everyone's heading off into the dining room but uh, Brian says to Stewie, they hang back for a second. And Brian's like, what do you think it is? Boogers on a biscuit? And Stewie laughs really hard. He's like, yeah, I bet it is. And because uh, they hung back, they, they see the TV and they see the uh, older Stewie that we saw in the last episode at the very, in the very ending, the foreshadowing that we saw. Um, and it's, uh, we, well, how we see him is that Tom and Diane are doing the news, and uh, we cut. He he cuts over to Trisha Takanawa, and he's like, "Is she Chinese or Japanese?" And Diane's like, "She's Japanese." He's like, "Cool, I know someone Japanese." And uh, Trisha's in San Francisco, uh, saying that she's there just to to discuss the um the 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 city ordinance that's been put forth 
about renaming San Francisco to something a little less gay. And uh, she t- starts to talk to this older Stewie. And this is where Stewie sees him on TV. And he says, well, my vote uh, with all the shoe shopping is heaven. And uh, it's uh, it's and that's just what clinches it. Stewie and Brian are like, oh, my God. Uh, Stewie thinks uh, uh, that this older Stewie could be his father. And he says, I need to get to California He's like, I'll fit in in California just like I did uh, with the cast of 90210, even the old ones. And uh, we cut to a 90210 joke where the kids are sitting around a, a diner or whatever. And you think that it's going to be uh, an old Luke Perry joke because Luke Perry was so old when he did that show. Uh, God rest his soul. But um, uh, Luke Perry is awesome and everyone knows it. And uh, shout out to his son, Jungle Boy. Uh, over at AEW, uh, uh, he freaking rocks. But um, yeah, so we get uh, a joke where um, they're talking in this booth, and then she says, um, "Will you help me study, Andrea?" And the camera cuts over, and it's this super old lady. She's like, "What? Yeah, I remember when all of this was orange groves." And a guy walks up and he says, like, Andrea, we're still going to the concert, right? And she's like, uh, me and Betty Shoe used to go down to the uh, soda shop and get a soda for a nickel. And he's like, cool, pick you up at seven. And uh, we cut away from that and we cut to Lois working in the garden and uh, Peter's going to surprise her. Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Here comes Peter on the clothesline, but his name's not Peter, it is Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Come on, Lois, let's get busy, maybe in the garden right here, Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Touch my can with your hand, Spider-Man! Oh, help, Spider-Man! I'm being attacked by the evil Rose Bush! Uh, I'll save you, Mary Jane! The uh, Peter came in on the clothesline above her and uh, drops down and they start kissing. And the kids uh, interrupt them, and Chris is like, oh, my God, I don't know what they're fighting about, but I think Dad's winning. And uh, Meg's like, oh, my God. And uh, the parents see them and and stop making out, and they're like, Jesus Christ, you kids are so annoying. And Peter's like, yeah, you guys are more annoying than the announcers on those commercials. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Hi, I'm Al Harrington, president and CEO of Al Harrington's wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man emporium and warehouse. Thanks to a shipping error, I am now currently overstocked on wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men, and I am passing the savings on to you. Remember, he's at Route Two and Weekapog. Anyways, um. Uh, we cut to Stewie in his bedroom and he's breaking open his piggy bank and um, uh, uh, Brian comes and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to get to California. And Brian's like, uh, it's like 400 bucks for a ticket to California. And uh, Stewie's like, punch me in the face. And Brian's like, what? And Stewie's like, if you, uh, I hear that the tooth fairy gives money uh, for teeth. And, um, so knock out one, so punch me and knock out one of my teeth. And Brian's like, okay. And Stewie flinches 
And Brian's like, come on, um, don't flinch. He's like, I can't help it. You're going to punch me, but do it anyways. And uh, he goes to do it, and Stewie flinches again. He's like, oh, my God. And Brian's starting to get annoyed with it. And um, uh, uh, Stewie uh, is like, I'm sorry I'm sending all these mixed signals. And Brian just punches him out right there. And uh, we cut to later, and Stewie is uh saying that he's uh working really hard he even had a lemonade stand and we cut to stewie uh working at a lemonade stand and uh, some old guy goes by and says, hey oldie oldie hey hey baldy and um and then Bo- uh bonnie walks by he's like hey you prego hey prego don't walk away from me and then some guy walks by, he's like hey hey you want some lemonade and uh he's like oh screw this and he grabs a bat and uh he smashes the guy over the head with it and takes his place. He's like, only six bucks. Uh, whatever. And then he, he's like, your wife's pretty hot. Maybe I'll look her up uh, while you're in the hospital. And uh, then he comes back with a cup. He's like, don't forget your lemonade, bitch. And uh, he throws it over his face. And um, uh, we cut to Brian in the kitchen. Stewie comes in and uh, he's... Uh, talking about paying the cable bill and Stewie's like what Peter pays the cable bill he's like no this is uh, at some some girl's house uh, what what do you want and uh, Stewie's uh, says well I've got $200 so far and, and uh, you're going to give me the rest or I'm going to send the contents of your hard drive to uh, the FBI and he's like what there's nothing on there and Stewie shows him that uh, he's uploaded some uh uh, nude pictures of himself onto the hard drive and he's in uh, outfits and in silly uh, uh, poses. It's pretty funny. And he's like, look, Stewie, I'm not gonna, this is bullshit. I'm not going to help you. And Stewie's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I just really want to get to California. And Brian's like, well, why is it so hard for you to accept that Peter is your father, which is stupid because he saw the guy. He knows that he looks exactly like Stewie. So I would be at least curious. and But e- either way, he's like, why can't you accept that Peter's your father? And he's like, because Peter's so stupid. You remember the other, remember that time that he was on the Today Show? And we cut to the Today Show when they were on ground level uh, with the glass behind him. And uh, uh, Peter's banging on. He's like, Katie, Katie. Uh, and, and Katie is uh, ignoring him and uh, he gets really annoyed and he throws a mailbox through it and he's like Katie and she's like what and he's like oh well never mind then and uh speaking of Peter we cut to Peter upstairs in uh in his bath with Lois coming in and uh, she's uh she's wondering how he's gonna get into the how she's gonna get into the bath since he's already in it and he's like oh I'm sorry and he he lifts his stomach up and um, she's like, oh, thank you. And she gets in and he lets go of it and it punches her in the face. And um, uh, they're trying to move around and they can't. And uh, actually, it's funny. This is the second time I've seen this. There's an episode of The Simpsons. I believe it's Natural Born Kissers is the name of the episode. But it's the one where... Homer and Marge are trying to rekindle their um, their romance, and uh, they take a bath together, but they get stuck. But um, the kids come in uh, to with some stupid pop culture question that Lois answers for them, but it's pretty dumb. 
uh, it doesn't really matter. But, uh, like, really, you're just going to walk in on your parents uh, taking a bath together, whatever. Um, but they do, and uh, Peter and Lois uh, are like, this is bullshit, get out, we need some time alone. And uh, Lois is like, hey, should we, um, should, should we help our, our kids to start dating? And uh, Peter's like, no, no. If if we do that, their rooms are so close that they'll, they'll just end up to they'll just start fucking. She's like, no, no, no. I mean, help them date other people. And he's like, oh yeah, no. That that's a that's a better idea. And uh, she's like, okay, well, I'll help Chris to uh, 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 get a girl, and uh, you help Meg. And he's like, oh yeah, I can do that. I've spent loads of time with Meg, like uh, the last time that we on our last big crusade to find the Holy Grail. And we cut to to a Holy Grail joke where uh, the guy is like, choose uh, one of these uh, as the Holy Grail, and Peter picks uh, the right one. And it's the he's like, how did you know? And he's like, well, it's the coffee mug that says Jesus. You know, I just figured. And um. They they they've resolved to help their kids and uh, they're gonna try and kiss, uh, but Peter's too fat and Lois can't get around him and and she ends up falling out of the tub and he's like oh oh god are you okay are are you bleeding yeah you're bleeding and uh, we cut to the next day Stewie's on his big wheel and um, he's gonna leave for for. Um, for for California, uh, for San Francisco, and he's like, you know, I if if I can do this, definitely if Lance Armstrong can do this, and and he's like, you know, I really admire uh, Cheryl Crow uh, for still loving, for still finding him attractive even after the cancer thing. That really speaks to her character, and um, this is where uh, 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 Quagmire comes out next door. <laughs> What do you think of my sign? Quagmire's cross-country tour. Uh, isn't there an O in country? Nope. Look out, California. Here I come. <laughs> California? What are you doing? Well, you heard Captain Syphilis. We're going to California. Oh, come on. You can't go alone with Quagmire. Look, I tell you what. If you're serious about this, I'll go with you. Uh, but Brian says that, uh, he better go tell Lois and Peter that they're, uh, where they're going and Stewie's like, no, no, there's no, there's uh, no need for that. And uh, we cut back to the house, and Stewie's activated a couple of robots, one of himself and one of Brian. That uh, Stewie says just his uh, catchphrases, you know, uh, what the deuce, and uh, go to hell, and victory will be mine. And then the Brian says, <laughs> the Brian robot says. Um, uh, I'm terrible at everything and I have no friends and Stewie is much better than me at arts and crafts and guitar. <laughs> and um, uh, then we see Lois, not Lois, we see Quagmire, Brian, and Stewie taken off. Which is funny uh, that, that later on, which I guess, now that I think about it, uh, given what's about to happen, uh, Quagmire's got quite a reason to hate uh, Brian in the future, but I don't think he starts hating him until here. In fact, he, he's quite cordial and friendly with Brian in this episode. I think. Uh, uh, don't quote me on this, but uh, you know, I'm not going to hit the 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 cannon button on that one just yet. But 
I think this is where Quagmire starts to hate Brian, but um, but we'll get to that here in just a minute. But they're leaving, and um, uh, Stewie's like, "Have you guys seen Three Men and a Baby?" And uh, Brian's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Did you see the ghost in there?" And Brian's like, "That's not real." And he's like, "Yeah, it is. I uh, I heard it from Lois." No, you didn't. And then he says, well, I heard it from Cleveland. He's like, no, you didn't. Death? No. And he's like, greased up deaf guy? And Brian's like, oh, really? Him, huh? And um, then we get a cut and uh, we see uh, to the side of some highway and Quag is fucking uh, some some chick uh, in the back. And Brian and Stewie are playing a chess game. And uh, Quagmire bucks the thing a little too hard, and some of the pieces get knocked over. And they get into an argument as to whether um, uh, uh, one of Brian's pieces was in a certain spot or was a different one. And uh, they get into a really big argument, and Stewie uh, knocks the whole board off. And he's like, well, there, now all your pieces are at Queensbrook Refrigerator 4. And uh, he's like, Brian says, oh, yeah, real mature. And Stewie's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who comes out the big winner in this one? Huh? Me. Yeah. Oh, Stewie Griffin, world champion, wins once again. (sighs) And uh, Brian walks away and sits down. And um, uh, um, Stewie comes up and sits with him and Brian's like, how are you going to even find this guy once we get to California? Um, and Stewie uh, holds up a picture he has of the guy from the interview. And it says, look closely at his pen. And it's he's got a pen with a name of a hotel uh, that he's staying at. And um, uh, he says that uh, he can't wait to meet this guy because he's felt more out of place than his uh, uh, cousin, I think, or something like that. Uh, Quark Griffin, and we get a, a Star Wars not Star. Oh my God! Please don't hate me for that. But a Star Trek uh, joke where he's uh, it's it's Stewie, but he looks like Quark from Star Trek, and uh, he's talking to uh, another character, and he's like, um, he's like, uh, um, you know, uh, you better watch yourself. Quark and he's like uh yeah sure whatever he's like you know I could turn into a giant python and kill you with one bite he's like well why don't you turn into some guy with something interesting to say and uh then we uh we cut back to the house with uh Peter Lois and the uh kids and um uh um they've decided that they're gonna help the the kids out a bit your mother and I have decided that we're going to help you two get out in the dating world. That's right. Chris, I'm going to show you how to be an affable, desirable young man who doesn't smell like the inside of a wool hat. Why you got to break balls? And Meg, when I get through with you, you're going to be beating guys off with both hands. This is going to be so fun. Peter cuts her off really quickly and says, Meg, no more, no speaky unless the man speaky to you. And uh, from there, we get a cut to... Uh, Stewie at a hotel and, and uh, Quag's walking by with some chicken. He's uh, Stewie's like, come on, I want to go. And he's like, ah, little man, we'll be out of here pretty soon. And goes off into the hotel and he's like, fine. Uh, I'll go pump the chemical toilet. That's what it looks like you're about to do anyway. And uh, a few hours pass and um, 
Stewie and Brian are sitting in the front seat. They're really annoyed. Stewie's like, which one of these do you think is the horn? And he starts pressing buttons. And each one of them uh, 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 gets Brian a little bit closer to shoving his face right in Stewie's crotch until he does. And uh, uh, Brian's like, do something. And Stewie's like, I don't want to press anything else. And uh, we get a uh, cut back to that. This, this, there's a little montage uh, here of some stuff, but we get a cut to um, uh, 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 Peter and Meg in the bathroom. Okay, Meg, lesson one for attracting a man. I want you to shave my back. Ew, why would I want to do that? Trust me, Meg. Shave a man's back for him and he'll purr like a walrus. That's uh, one of my favorite uh, jokes. But we cut to Lois and Chris uh, in Chris's bedroom. and, And Lois goes, now that we've gone over kissing and cuddling... Now we can practice eating out at a fancy restaurant. It's a, uh, it's a quick gag, but it's really funny. This is probably the, the third part's really good. Uh, it's really good. There's a lot of good bits in that. And the first part's pretty funny, but this second part is just classic. Like every joke in this is really funny. Um, but from there, we, uh, uh, we see Stewie coming in. He's had, he's had enough. He runs into the hotel room and we see Quagmire has been tied up to the, to the bed. But, and the woman is, uh, 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 um, uh, she's gone. She's nowhere to be seen. And, uh, uh, uh Quagmire's like, Hey, Hey, k- Hey kid. Uh, you want to grab those keys right there? And Stewie's like, Oh, what these keys, these keys right here. Screw you. And uh, takes off. He leaves them. Uh, he leaves them tied up there. And uh, we we see Brian uh, reading, and, and the, the RV starts taking off. And he comes up. He's like, "What are we doing?" And uh, Stewie's like, "Oh, Quagmire told me to take off without him." And Brian's like, "We're stealing the RV." And uh, uh, Stewie's like, "Oh, you can read me like a book." And um, uh, we. Uh, uh, see them taking off, and Stewie puts on a trucker hat and picks up the uh, picks up the the little radio and and starts talking like a trucker. And uh, we get a panning shot of the of the RV and eastbound and down starts playing. And um, then we cut to Meg and Peter in a car. Dad, why are we just sitting here? Just give me a minute, Meg. What am I supposed to be learning about dating from? <sighs> oh, my God, Dad, you farted. That is so nasty. No, 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 Meg, Meg, this is crucial, all right? The sexiest thing a woman can do for a man is learn to love his gas. Love the gas, Meg. Love it. No, 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 Meg, no, no. This, this is why we're here. This is why we're here. This is why we're here. That's a, a really funny bit. And uh, then after that, this, like I said, we're we're cutting out, we're cutting around to a lot of stuff, and uh, we cut down to uh, Chris tied up uh, with his feet in some water and his his hands tied up above his head, and Lois is asking him a couple of questions. Chris, you've got to learn how to talk to girls. So I'll ask you again: What are the names of the women on Sex in the City? Ah, uh, Carrie. 
Miranda, uh, Samantha, and uh, Scrappy-Doo. Hit him, Endo. Ah, 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 Bosley, ah, Cody, ah, Sheena Easton. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, we cut to Quagmire back in his hotel room, still tied up. And he's trying to call for help, um, but he can't get the phone to work with his nose. It falls down uh, by his penis. And he gets an idea, and he uses the remote to turn on some porn. And then he uses his uh, erection to dial the phone. And he's like, all right. And um, then we get another cut to Brian. He's waking up in the back of the RV. Uh, the ride is super bumpy. And uh, he comes up to find Stewie in the front seat. Are you all right? Never better! I got some pep pills from a trucker at the last stop. Keeps me awake. You took pills? West Coast turnarounds! Trucker said to only take one, but I took all of them. Look, maybe you should slow down. Why? We're making good time. We're not even on the road. Huh? I said we're not even on the road. Don't need to be. Compass says west. That's where we're headed. Stewie, we're in the middle of the desert. I know. Imagine the nads on those guys who did this in a wagon. Pioneers, Brian. We share their spirit. Manifest it. Um, there's a giant crash. And uh, Brian wakes up. Uh, and he's covered in blood and glass, and he looks over to Stewie, and he's uh, uh, still trying to drive uh, 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 all cracked out, and then the the, the uh, airbag pops out and hits him right in the face, and he falls asleep into it, and it's, uh, it's adorable. And uh, there's a sweet Star Wars-like dissolve. And I think we even get some Star Wars-like deserty, like Tatooine music. And um, uh, Stewie and Brian are walking uh, uh, through the desert. Stewie's uh, put his diaper on his head to catch his sweat and stuff. And they're super thirsty. And uh, they see something off in the distance. And uh, Stewie's like, no way. It's a Dr. Pepper machine, which I would be psyched to see, and being from Oklahoma and all of us being mildly addicted to Dr. Pepper. But nonetheless, uh, they go running for the Dr. Pepper machine, and it isn't until they get uh, right up on it that they see, oh, no. Damn it. It was a mirage. Oh, an RC cola machine. Oh, that's it. I give up. Stewie's ready to just give up on the whole going to California and finding his father thing. He says it's it's way too impossible. And uh, Brian Brian's comforts him and says that he's there for him. And um, uh, Stewie feels better. And he's like, I, we've, I feel closer to you than when we were Siamese twins. And uh, we see them in a grocery store, and they're connected at the head. And Brian's walking, and Stewie's up in the air. And he's like, "Hey, look at that woman in shorts. She's no, she has no business wearing shorts." And then uh, uh, he's like, "Ooh, taco shells. We should have uh, Tex-Mex." And um, uh, it's really, really pretty, pretty funny. And um, this is where we get a cut back to the house. It's at night. It's like afternoon, I think, actually. But uh, Peter and Lois uh, think that Meg and Chris are ready to go. And they send them off to the mall to find dates. And uh, uh, Lois says to Chris, remember, uh, find a girl who smokes. If she smokes, she pokes. 
And uh, the kids leave, and Peter, Lois looks at Peter and says, "Do you think they're 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 ready, Peter?" Uh, and Peter's like, "I don't care. I'm just glad that we have our alone time." And she's like, "Yeah, so am I. Are we terrible people?" And he's like, "No, no. Horses are terrible people." And uh, we get a cutaway joke to an old lady, and she's eating some soup, and she starts choking, and she yells to the kitchen, "Murder! Murder!" And a horse pops his head out, and he looks very, very guilty, but very happy that he's murdered this old woman, and horses are bastards. And uh, we get a cut. I know, I, I keep saying that, but it just keeps cutting back and forth. But we see Brian and Stewie arriving in San Francisco in a rental car. I don't know why they couldn't have done that in the freaking first place. But um, uh, they get, they're arriving, and... Um, uh, uh, Stewie says, man, I bet there's some weird roommates in this uh, 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 place. And we get a cut to a, th- it's a Thundercats joke. And uh, Chitara comes up and says something. And she's like, I've got to go use the John. And Lionel uses his powers to uh, uh, see through the walls and watch her pee, which is super gross. But uh, frick, I can't remember the, 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 the little dragon thing he comes and he's like snarf snarf what are you doing Lionel? and Lionel's like nothing nothing um you want to go get wasted or something and um we see uh brian and uh stewie arriving at uh we're pretty much we're gonna stick with just brian and stewie for now and we're we're done with that uh uh, 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 Peter and Lois uh, side plot but um, yeah so they arrive at the hotel and they split up and uh, uh, Stewie gets in an elevator and a guy follows him in hey yeah I just checked in yeah I might lose you I just got in the elevator yeah I'm gonna grab a shower did, did you guys eat yet no no I'll, no I'll just take a cab you got your car? Do you want to pick me up? Do you, do you want Do you want to pick me up? 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 The elevator doors open and and Stewie's fucking killed this guy. He's just twitching in there. And uh as he's looking over the balcony, he sees the older Stewie uh just leaving the hotel and he's like, "Oh god, I have to catch him." And uh, he runs at a window and bursts through it. And as he does, we get a cut. And it's a older, older gentleman with a mustache who's just dressed like Stewie, falling into some trash. And then we see Stewie, the regular Stewie, uh, popping out of the trash. And he runs over to the rental car and some Jawas are all over. He's like, Utady, Utady, uh, filthy creatures. And uh, hops in and he starts chasing the older Stewie in uh in his cab uh through the streets of san francisco and we get the the typical chase where they're it's in san francisco super bumpy they're doing these sweet sweet 70s uh detective show jumps and uh stewie runs into a fruit stand out of nowhere and he's like man there always seems to be a fruit stand and we get a cutaway joke too um uh it's a it's like a taxi uh, garage, but it's for fruit stands, and the guy's like, the guy hears over the radio that's a car chase at a, uh, uh, a couple of cross streets, and he's like, you heard him, 
second in Granville and uh, like 40 uh, uh, fruit stands go out to try and intercept him. But um, we cut to Stewie sitting on a bench. He's on the corner of Ashbury and Height, and uh, he's talking to a couple of old hippies, telling them what's been going on. He's like, all right, well, I'll see you later. Free Tibet and all that. And one of the hippies looks at his friend and he says, I think that Nerf ball was talking to me. And uh, Stewie gets on a trolley and uh, sits down and asks the person next to him who's reading the newspaper if he finished the art section. And he says, of course. And Stewie looks up and it's it's the older Stewie. And uh, Stewie's super psyched to find him. And this Stewie's obviously not. He's like, shit, uh, yeah, uh, you weren't supposed to see me. And he's like, oh, this is so great. I can't believe I finally found you, uh, father. He's like, I'm not your father. I'm you. And this is where we get that uh, intermission uh, sign between the second and third part. Because we are at the end of the second part. That is the end of uh, of uh, of Bango was his name of. The second part of Stewie Griffin, The Untold Story. Uh I think this is probably my favorite part of the movie. Um, it's got a lot of classic gags. Uh, not to not to say that the, you shouldn't come back and listen to the third part. It's just that um, there's, there's from from the Al Harrington uh, to um, the RC Cola to the Pep Pills. Um, it's just a really classic episode oh and the elevator part with the elevator guy just a really classic episode of really really classic jokes that al harrington really sticks with you um and um this is uh uh like i said probably my favorite section of the movie but you should definitely come back and listen to the conclusion uh next week it's going to be a lot of fun there's going to be a lot of time travel and um also next week we're going to be doing our season one review uh we're going to be listening to some funny jokes and talking about which is our favorite episode and giving out a couple of season ending reward uh awards um and uh well like i said we'll also be getting a conclusion to this uh also at some point maybe this week i'm thinking that i'm going to be getting our first installment of freaking sweet games off and running um uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be like a let's play, but a podcast format uh, with maybe some video clips thrown in if I can find them. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So please look out for that. And please look for our episodes next week. Um, I had a lot of fun with this. Thank you for listening. And uh, we, we will see you next week.